Time for me to mess up my Spotify and Amazon recommendations forever. We're talking two classic albums, Kids Bop 80s Gold and Kids Bop 3 on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and dance while strapped into a booster seat. Um, I gu- <laughs> yeah, more laughs. Um, my guest today, uh, I, he hasn't been on the podcast, but I, I think we've mentioned him as part of the uh, infamous Shrimpy Boys group Shrimpy Boys. Uh, with fellow... <laughs> Past guest Josh McMaster. It's John Runyon. Hey, John. Hello, Ross. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, thanks for coming on. This was completely born of we were drinking the other night mm-hmm. and just being like, let's do it. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, it's like we're not going to play. That's This has become like a weird activity for friends and me to do. Like, I've gotten texts like instead of going out to like a club or right, <laughs> whatever. Whatever millennials it's like, do. Oh, let's let's pod like this the yeah, that's the yep. most millennial <laughs> shit possible. Yeah. Uh, that's like when there were those rumors of the Fraser reboot is like he's gonna be a podcaster. <laughs> and then everybody's like, No. Yeah, that's Fraser in twenty eighteen. I yeah. like it. And also and then I like all those articles that come out about like like this sitcom character from the eighties definitely would have voted for Trump. And it's like <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Well, it's the internet. Well, yeah, I was excited to do. I was excited to do this podcast. Have you ever done a show not on a movie? Yes, for Kidflix. Yeah, we've oh. done a couple. I think this is the first music one. Okay, oh, you've I, you've done TV shows actually. I've seen your episodes on TV. Yeah, there's shows. been TV shows mm-hmm. and then one where we just ate candy. No, oh, nice. <laughs> I missed that one. All right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the, so you are kind of ushering in hopefully a new era because I think I've said this on the podcast. Um, I guess when I started the podcast, I didn't realize how tiring it would be to watch a movie every week in addition to, like, doing other life things. So, like, a TV show is digestible, uh, a a really short kids album. Yeah. (laughs) Well, plus I'm just impressed with every episode I've listened to, you do so much research and you bring so much knowledge, like, to the table. Like, it's so much work into it. Yeah, well, I just listened to your... I went back (laughs) and They're usually very haphazard. (laughs) You're listening to the good ones, I guess. I listened to the Lilo and Stitch one the other day, and you were talking about like how 9-11 tied yes. into it. And <laughs> yeah. It like, you did so much research for it, yeah. And I guess you could argue that Kids Bop uh, sprung out uh, in the wake of 9-11. It was right around that era it started. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see when the first one came out, because I, I, I was... 2001. Yeah, I was looking at the website, and mm-hmm. I know that they were established in uh, in 2001, and I was watching, I found their YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not a good YouTube channel, um, but they were they were doing a Carvel cake decorating contest in honor of, like, the Kids Bop anniversary. And it was really... Recently? Yeah, very recently. <laughs> oh, wait, okay. no, it was Friendly's, like, an even weirder brand. Oh, it was, like, a sponsored thing? I get, oh, yeah, very blatantly. They're like, we're gonna see who can... Uh, decorate the better friendlies cake or whatever like the kids bop kids were doing it yeah four of the kids bop kids like mm-hmm. i i didn't realize this because you and i both kind of we were kids right when kids bop started yeah we basically just called it bop because we were like yeah it's just for us <laughs> um but i don't remember them ever mentioning uh like the specific kids that were a part of it well it's interesting because that's one of the things i found when i was like 
I tried to, like, we, we decided to do this, what, four nights ago? Yeah, if anything. <laughs> so since then, I've, like, just tried to, like, only the only music I've listened to has been Kids Bop. Like, I've done, like, some basic Wikipedia research. But there are some notable people who were Kids Bop. Yeah, like, and, like Zendaya. Yeah, I had that. I recently learned who that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, my favorite person of all time, uh, Gibby from iCarly. Wait, no, Noah Monk? Was oh my God! Uh huh. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I looked it up. Um, I don't know. I didn't know anybody else. There's... I don't know who Becky G is, but she had mm-hmm. a song. Oh, interestingly enough, Kids Bop covered it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Her hit song "Shower." Yeah. I did, I was not familiar with that. <laughs> no, neither was I. And what? then I don't know any of the current Kids Bop, which makes sense. Why would I know? Right. Uh, Anya O'Royden or uh, Freddie Pommier. Pommier. Well, based on, like, the past Kids Bop Kids, it seems like Kids Bop is almost like a feeder program for, like, Disney Channel stars. Like, there are a couple people who were Kids Bop Kids and then had a Disney Channel show. So you might know those names. Maybe. And I think it's it's probably very generous to say this, but it's kind of like the new... Uh, like Mickey Mouse Club, how like all the how like uh, uh Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, mm-hmm. uh, Britney Spears, like they were all right. kind of in that. Yeah. And like I don't, I teach, I teach like Hebrew school, so I talk to like, uh, kids that would supposedly listen to this, but in my head I feel like all these kids just listen to the regular songs. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I was so curious about with this was like. Why? (laughs) One of my notes is literally why, question mark, question mark, question mark. Because the most, like, the time at which all of their albums for, like, a five-year period from 2010 to 2015 were all, like, in the top ten on the Billboard Top 100s. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Because I felt like by 2009 or 2010, iPods were, like, a household thing, right? Yeah. I I think so, anyway. No, I I would say that. so how? Like, who was still listening to Kids Bob? <laughs> well, it's kind of like, so I work at Whole Foods still, um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, and uh, we have, we sell CDs for some reason. Okay. And two of the CDs that we sell, we do, uh, we are currently selling the new Kids Bob, but we also have okay. the latest, now that's what I call music. Hmm. Like, these are two properties that I don't, that like right. 10, 15 years ago, you can maybe argue for. But with, like, any streaming service, or even just right. listening to the radio, like, that's what I call music, is on, like, 67, I think, now. Mm-hmm. That's what I call music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and Kids Bop's 38. I just yes. don't understand the market. And you brought up their YouTube video earlier. They're getting, like, 30, 40 million views on yes. their, like, music videos. I, like, who? Who was I watching this? I didn't hate their cover of Havana. <laughs> I listened to that this <laughs> afternoon. Because I was curious, because I, so you and I both listen listen to relatively older albums. Mm-hmm. I listened to uh, Kids Bop 80s Gold, which is a compilation of just like songs from the 80s. And you sure. listened to Kids Bop 3. Mm-hmm. So um, I think since both of these albums, they've kind of made a change. So instead of having like some weird, like 30 year old singing along and then the kids just kind of shout, it's just like a kid's chorus singing them. Right. Which is better. Cause, <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's definitely better. Cause it's weird. Cause that's one of the first things I noticed with Kids Bop Three is I'm listening to, I don't know, maybe like this the seventh or eighth track is Whenever Wherever by Shakira. 
Hmm. You know, Inter- so interesting you, song e- for exactly. kids. Exactly. But, like, the, there's obviously the kids' chorus, but then there's a female, like, soloist who's doing, like, actually Shakira's part. I'm like, this is not a child. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know this is not a child. This is, it sounds, like, it always sounds, it's interesting. The adults kind of sound like a parent. So it's like your mom in the car singing the verses <laughs> to whenever, right. whenever. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the kids just hop just on to the thing. chorus, bop mm-hmm. along to the chorus. Um... <laughs> I'm also just like looking at so the record label that owns Kids Bop is Razor and Tie, and I couldn't figure out why that sound sounded familiar to me. And like they do a lot of they had like like Greenwich Village artists like in the late yeah. '90s. Like one of my favorites, Dar Williams, like this very like quiet, soulful uh, <laughs> singer mm-hmm. of folk. And then a couple years later, they're like, "What if we did Kids Bop?" Right. It, it's there was so much about the organization that was confusing to me in re- in my research. One of my favorite things is like on the very the very first sentence of the Wikipedia page for Kids Bop is talking about like the label or whatever. It's like and the leader of Kids Bop is Einstein D, who does not have a Wikipedia article. I could not find any information about this Einstein D character. What does leader mean in this context? <laughs> is it like a child soldier type deal? And yeah, like I, th- the- <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't find any information about him whatsoever. Well, because it's weird. So it says, so R- Razor and Tie is founded by Cliff Chenfeld and Einstein D. Nothing right. on Einstein D. And when you go to Cliff Chenfeld's Wikipedia page, it says that Chenfeld and some guy named Balsam mm-hmm. <laughs> co-founded Kids Bop. So I... I don't know what the yeah. story is because there's also no information on the website. Like I thought in the parent section of kidsbop.com, it would say like, "Hey, kid, uh, parents, like, want to know how we started," and it's nothing. Yeah, I think we maybe we've stumbled onto a, a some, conspiracy, right? <laughs> a laundering scheme of some kind, maybe. <laughs> also, the the kidsbop website uh, is an HTTPS. Oh, nice. Which, like, in today's world, I feel like it's super easy just to be like, "Oh, we're just gonna check this box." It, yeah, it is very um, easy. Yeah. Cause you, also I, I I'm curious to have you on to talk about kids bop and talk about music because you know a lot more about music than I do, uh, and I'm curious like, like let let's just talk about kids bop three. So um, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about what it was. <laughs> well, I went through a very distinct like mental. <laughs> like mental state listening to this. At first, I was listening to it and I'm like, all right, it's just it's just it's not that bad. It's just kids singing. Like, the music production quality is not that bad. Mm-hmm. It's just kids singing. But it very quickly turned, like, hellish. Like, because <laughs> there's something about just, like, kids acting like adults or talking or singing and dancing, like, about mature themes. That's just very, like, I'm uncomfortable. So <laughs> it just becomes very uncomfortable. But then after a while, because, like I said, I listen to only this for four days. And a lot of my work, I'll just be listening to music on Bluetooth. So eventually, I was just like, "Okay, this is just music. This is this is what <laughs> this is what music is now." So, <laughs> so the production quality really isn't that bad for what it is. And Kids Bop has been so popular now for twenty years, and there's got to be a reason why. Obviously, it's not just crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I was reading uh, like a lot of the Amazon reviews of it, and it's. I mean, obviously, it's all like grandparents and stuff right, right, but, right. but it seems it seems to kind of occupy a similar market as like uh like christian rock and mm-hmm. kind of like that kind of wholesome 
uh, music just kind of, oh, it's it's just nice. Like, it's yeah. not... It, I think everybody's like, realizes this is a very low bar I think of that's, content. Yeah, that's the niche it filled right off the bat is, like, parents, you know, when they picked up that album, they knew, for their kids, they knew they were getting, A, popular music, and B, something that was already censored. It yeah. was already appropriate for their kids. They didn't have to worry about that. Which is weird because that's what the radio does already. Yes. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> You're right, but I think Kids Bop takes it to the next level. Like, radio will censor bad words and stuff, but they'll keep like um they'll keep the mature themes in. Like they're still talking about sex even if they censor the word sex. But in right. Kids Bop they'll actually like change lyrics to be like you know, whatever it is. Not waking up in the bed in the morning with him. It's, you know, hanging out with my friends in the morning yeah, or something. Yeah. Right. And I'm also, so I'm looking at the track list. First of all, you, your album was a lot longer than it mine. It is so long. <laughs> Yours has 20, uh, has 30 tracks. Mine has yep. uh, 14. Yeah, yeah. Um, but some of these songs, I'm, like, I'm very curious uh, what was the Kids Bob version of In the End by Linkin Park like? Um, kind of horrifying. Because <laughs> it's, again, one of those ones that has the adult singing. And it's like, it's like this adult male baritone voice. Like, it's just very creepy. Like, singing next to the kids. And it's like a very clean take. Exactly. It's very, like, everything's so clean cut and, like, above board. But there were a couple songs that were just, like... Because some of the songs really aren't that bad in terms of, like, yeah, it's kids. Yeah, Kids Bop is, like, a meme. It's terrible. Some of them really aren't that bad. But others, like, there's a song on there called Alive, which is actually by a Christian band. You talked earlier about Christian rock music. Yeah. It's a Christian rock song. Um, and that one is just, like, very, like, horror movie-esque. Like, with <laughs> these kids singing about, like, Jesus, like, forgiving them. And, like, it's it's very, very weird. <laughs> Um, but the other well, the other song on the album that really stood out to me as being bizarre was this song called Hero. And when I saw Hero on the album, I'm like, all right, it's probably the Mariah Carey song. Because uh, that's oh, from that era. I know, okay. But it's I, not. I know exactly what that song is. It's a song that's by Chad Kroger, the lead <laughs> singer of Nickelback, and it was written for the 2002 Spider-Man. Yes. Starring Tobey Maguire. I had this song alone on my iPod. Like, I had other songs really? on my iPod, but, like... I remember having that song, <laughs> and it's a weird song. It's like a very weird. Uh, and I mean, I can't imagine the kids' Bob version of it, but like, I mean, it's very Chad Kroger. He's like, mm-hmm. I can hear him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like insane. Yeah, it's it's it it definitely has that Nickelback quality. Uh, yeah, and but it, that was such a weird song to be on this album. And there were when I picked Kids Bop three because yes, it's like. 78 songs but i was like i'm pretty sure i know most of these but then a lot of them were not the song that i thought they were mm-hmm. just like random barely known songs that like i didn't remember at all so a lot of these i had to like listen to the kids bop version and then i'm like are you telling me you don't know any of the music by daniel Beddingfield? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that isn't that natasha Beddingfield? isn't there another artist with that last um... name Beddingfield? You know who I'm talking about? I yes, he is the brother of fellow singer Natasha and Nicola Rochelle. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep, but um, but they're not on Kids Bop, are they? No, I clearly they're not popular enough. Yeah. Also, Kids Bop Three is like 
Girlfriend by InSync, which mm-hmm. must be one of the least notable InSync songs. I, that was one of the ones that I had not heard. I, you know, I thought that I would recognize that song, but I did not. Um, but it also had, uh, you know, Soak Up the Sun, Complicated, Dilemma. Like, these are all songs we remember. And I don't, I'm curious to know, did you have Kids Bop CDs growing up? No, I did not. You're actually sitting, so sitting, uh, oh, we're in CD collection. Uh, my basement <laughs> in my house, and we have a lot of CDs. I grew up with weird music. Like, we have a couple of those Drew's Famous collections, where it's just like random-ass party music. It's just okay. like La Bamba over and over again. But, nice. <laughs> uh, no, like, I, I just started listening to just like weird adult rock. Like, mm-hmm. I grew up, one of my favorite bands, I listened to their CD a lot, was... Uh, the Canadian nerd rock group Moxie Fruvis. I have never heard of them. Nobody has. <laughs> the only song that they're notable for is that song King of Spain, where it's mm. like a musical version of The Prince and the Pauper. Hmm. It's okay. okay. Uh, but like I I saw the infomercials for Kids Bop and like I was I was like a little I f- talked like a like a Brooklyn kid. Just like, "Oh, that's not real music. I know the real music." Oh, and right. then jamming along. We One have those, two different yeah. Little Shop of Horrors soundtracks. Nice. We have the movie and the musical, because they're okay. different. Oh, I can see that you're willing to die on this hill. <laughs> I, I'm not, I mean, they literally are. No, no, I'm sure. Because um, they had to cut a lot of it for the movie. <laughs> Why well, had, um, neither of my parents, well, both of my parents were really into music, but not in, like, the collecting CDs kind of way. Um, so I had a CD player probably until I was... 11 or 12 like mm-hmm. a hand-me-down cd player and i think i did have kids bop cds and that's now that's what i call music um i couldn't tell you which ones but i have distinct like childhood memories of listening to kids bop good for you oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i um actually i remember that i had one of the first cds i ever bought was now that's what i call music 14 hmm. and i'm gonna look up uh what was on that cd because like Yep. Okay. It just popped up on Wikipedia, and like I, this it's a really <laughs> ugly cover. It has, it's uh like emerald green and like bright yellow. Oh, nice. So some of the songs that I listened to a lot were um Right There by Chingy. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, My love is like Woe by Maya, mm-hmm. and uh, uh Here Without You by Three Doors Down. Oh, those are classics. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Jesus, like, and I listened to this CD so much, like, this CD is where I discovered Beyonce. Oh, wow. Lifelong love affair. Yep, it had, (laughs) I don't know what this song is, is, but the sixth track of this album is, What the Hook Gun Be? (laughs) What? What the Hook Gun Be? (laughs) (laughs) By Murphy Lee featuring Jermaine Dupri. I Hmm. couldn't. I have no I can, idea. I can picture most of these songs in my head, mm-hmm. but that one, no, no clue. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, and that's the other one that's been around for a while is now that's what I call music. And I just, I guess I just don't understand how music works these days. No, it like, I don't understand how these people make money or how they continue to do this. Cause I, I haven't really looked in. Okay. So the first, now that's what I call music is on the Virgin Re- is on Virgin Records, mm-hmm. so maybe it's just like a licensing thing. Like you know how you go to the dollar store and they just have like, like a five episode DVD from the fifties. 
maybe that's kind of it. Just like, oh, we have like these songs right. around. Right, we can make a little more money off of them. Yeah, okay, so the label yeah. is Universal Music Group and Sony mm-hmm. in the latest one. So that's got to be it, that it's just kind of like, oh, we can just throw this together and you can just, we can just kind of package it. Because I assume yeah. that they are the censored versions. But the interesting, I'm sure they are, but the interesting thing differing between Kids Bop and now that's what I call music is Kids Bop is recreating the songs. Yes. You know, they're fully recreating them with new vocalists and they have to pay all these people and they got to pay for the studio time. So that's where it falls. It's Listening like to the just... studio time, they probably that was a one and done. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good enough. It's just kids. Wrap it up. <laughs> Wait, actually, can I tell you a crazy story? Yeah. Of so course. I, my voice, you can hear it. And I forgot to reach out to the person that I did it with. But when I was in fourth grade at my Jewish day school, mm-hmm. I was part of like the choir, or the chorus, whatever. Okay. And one day we went to a recording studio to sing like back out essentially what the kids bob kids are doing in this sure um just like a bunch of jewish songs and you know what while we're talking i'm gonna i'm gonna i haven't talked to this person since we graduated middle school i'm going to text her and see if she remembers what it was and what it's called because i i (laughs) should you know we were in the studio for hours and (laughs) i remember like the i guess the producer or something was yelling at us uh, to like be quiet while the soloist was singing uh, because you know like the, w- this is a studio and you can hear everything and it's like sure just take the kids out yeah, and right. just record <laughs> this lady by yourself why are we in here yeah yeah I you would think that that would be an easy thing to fix but whatever I, <laughs> but that is a little uh, I I think I am credited on the CD itself but it, wow. we never bought it because why would we listen to that you ever? could have been a kids' bop kid instead. I could have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they need to make a Jewish kids' bop. Wow. I think that might be the untapped market we're looking for, Ross. <laughs> but, like, Jew bop sounds like... <laughs> that sounds like almost a hate crime. Yeah, yeah, I think it might be. Yeah. No, that's... Uh, but the, <laughs> the one of my favorite things in doing my research, one of the favorite things I stumbled on was... Uh, so, Kids' Bop 3 came out in 2003. So two years after the original one, and the next album to come out after Kids Bop 3 was Kids Bop Classics. They dropped a uh, classics <laughs> compilation after their third album. All the best <laughs> right. stuff. Well, this is like before like streaming or anything, so they could be like, oh, you know how some of these songs you like on Kids Bop and some right. you don't? Well, come on over. Right. <laughs> you can buy the little uh, the little compilation. Well, I mean, when I was reading all these different Kids Bop um uh, reviews on on Amazon a lot of people were like commenting like oh this was good it's like not as good as this one or this one which is insane like yeah uh, uh on on my album on Kids Bop 80 80s gold the top critical review from Amazon's so, like the five star review and then like a two or three star review was sure. quote the vocals are not quite as good as KB 27 and 25 which we purchased wow. first and loved she called it KB wow so Kids Bop has genuine fans you know who have been following this for years so my question is what demographic do you think these people are it's it's gotta i saw a lot of comments about like oh we got this for our granddaughter Mm -hmm. because like they play at school sometimes but the person who's talking about like the vocals being better on a certain that's (laughs) that's not a child making that comment right oh no that's the parent that's like the quality is kind of dipped because everybody's giving into this pop culture right (laughs) well it's 
you can tell listening to the newer kids bop stuff that like they realized okay we have to actually get kids that can sing because just having them shout in the background is not good it's not doing it yeah and like they they can sing even though they probably do like auto-tune and whatnot now i think to some degree yeah but it's not that noticeable like i can Mm -hmm. i can probably just chalk that up uh they're also touring and they're coming to Hershey, Pennsylvania, not Ooh. two hours or so from us in a little bit. So maybe... Maybe we should go... Uh... <laughs> yeah. If, if What if Kids Bop hears this podcast, hears our very... Because it's we're having very nuanced takes, not just like, this is garbage. What if they're like, right. do you want to come yeah. m- meet and interview the Kids Bop kids? <laughs> yeah. I would go so hard. Kids Bop, sponsor us, please. <laughs> kids Bop, we're not a, we could be affiliated with Kids Bop. Right. Um... <laughs> It's also been stressful typing out notes because it keeps correcting kids with a Z to kids with an S. Yeah. Which makes sense, but also, uh, no thanks. It's an important distinction because even when you say kids bop, yeah, you, you pronounce you're that the little Z. Z. Yeah, right. It's kids bop, not kids bop. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think is your favorite song of Kids Bop 3? Ooh. <laughs> what a question. I didn't even consider that because for most of the time I was listening to it, I'm like, wow, this is miserable. In terms of which song is least bad, I feel like I have to go with the classic uh, Vanessa Carlton, uh, A Thousand Miles. Yeah, it seems like a safe choice. Because it was the least creepy song. And I use that creepy, I use the word creepy just because, did, did you get that impression at all? The, when you were listening creepy? yeah that the whole the whole idea of it is just kind of creepy and weird and unsettling <laughs> it's like um in movie trailers for a horror movie <laughs> like the the right. little kids singing in the background that's, that's essentially creepy. what this is sometimes they've captured that essence and made <laughs> finally <you> know, right <laughs> yeah you can experience that in your home now you don't need to go to the silver screen yeah uh, and then what do you, what do you think was the worst song on Kids um, Bop 3? It would have to be Alive, which was that song by the Christian new metal band, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just so weird to hear kids singing about this, you know. Oh yeah, understandably. Right. That adds a whole nother layer to the creepiness for them to be singing, you know, Christian metal songs, you know. <laughs> I also just saw that, uh, um, Kids Bob Hanukkah exists. Mm-hmm. So, um, fuck, I messed up and I should have gone to town on that. <laughs> yeah. They do Christmas albums and Hanukkah albums. They had a Valentine's Day album. That's weird. On there. Yeah. Yeah. It's very Anytime weird. that like a kid, like kids sing about like love or whatever, like, uh, uh, have you heard that song sweatshirt by mm-hmm. Jacob Sortori or whatever? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that song's crazy. First of all, like it, he has an annoying singing voice and also sure. like he, like one of the lyrics is if you're not ready for my kiss, you can wear my sweatshirt. And that's just bad. Oh, you know what? And just weird. That is kind of weird. Yeah, like, ready for... Whatever. But, like, that right. that just, like, is a weird way to phrase it and, like, a proof that, like, oh, either this kid is bad at writing songs or, like, this was probably... It was probably written by, like, four adults. Right. It's like Rebecca Black's Friday. Yeah, exactly. It's ri- Right. Well, and I think all music is like that today. Uh, written by this panel of people and then sung by whoever yeah and it's just kind of weird and disingenuous but that's things aren't as good when when it was uh like uh the beatles or something right that was was good music yeah right Uh, yeah uh (laughs) no but the um that's that's just one of the weirdest things about this is how they're singing about these mature themes and like 
if they're clearly singing about sex or something, Kids Bop will change the lyrics. Yes. But certain things they just let slide, and it just becomes very weird. Like, this wasn't on my album, but I was just doing a little side research and like the song Toxic by Britney Spears. When they covered that, they left the lyric in the song. Uh, Taste of your lips, I'm on a high? Exactly. And uh, <laughs> to hear kids say that. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, right. Um, I also can't tell if these reviews on Amazon are genuine or like joking they, around. I'm going to mm, read okay. you. Uh, the weirdest review that I got from your Kids Bop album. Okay. So from Kids Bop 3, this is a five-star review. Okay. I am an 18-year-old high school senior. I feel this is the best CD I have ever heard. Me and my 12-year-old girlfriend listen to it together all the time. We also sing along with the kids. Go out and buy this incredibly outstanding CD. If I could give it more than five stars, I would. That's gotta be satire. That's... I'm really hoping. I. That's gotta be satire. Uh, <laughs> but that's kind of poking fun to it. Like, who is the actual market for these albums? Yeah. Like, why are kids listening to these? And then uh, one of the, the only review for Kids Bob Hanukkah is, Menorah in hand, my children and I danced our hearts <laughs> out for three magical hours of the same three Torah-inspired musical masterpieces. It was the most fun I have had since Rosh Hashanah. Okay, that is definitely satire. Yes. Well, the... Uh, well, first of all, so I looked into the commenter that commented the weird thing about uh, sure. having a 12-year-old girlfriend. No other reviews on Amazon. Mm. One item in their basket or in their list, sure. their wish list, and it was like dealing with anxiety. Um, oh, so maybe uh, maybe that's genuine then. Yeah. I don't know. And then same with uh, the Kids Bob Hanukkah. One review, uh, but they have just – their cart is filled with uh, uh, skin decals Um an emergency shovel kit, a semi-automatic pistol, several uh, airsoft pistols, a mm. tent. There's a lot. This is also That's so crazy that this is just public and I can just see what people have saved on their list. Well, I think there's, you know, I actually do use the Amazon wish list. There's, you can have a public list and a private list. and a... I think mine's private, even though yeah. that would be helpful because people should know what I want. Right, send me things, please. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tell, I've told my family that. Like, just look at my list because I have things that I want, including um, a digital laser infrared thermometer. Nice. It's what? like that that thing where like it, it's like you a little point, gun and you yeah. point. Yeah, that seems great. For what? <laughs> just like to have. Okay. Cause, like, because I, I I hate like poking food and stuff all the time, like opening it up, and it's kind of nice just to be like, do I have to touch this pan to see if it's hot? Yeah. Mm, okay. You know, you know Fair how enough. it is. Uh, oh god also i have so much kids bop recommended now on amazon <laughs> like i just saw at the bottom brief so i have to like i'm gonna have to go through amazon later and just like undo all of that yep that's i should have done private browsing this that this podcast is killing my online presence <laughs> i made uh i was extra careful to turn my youtube history off when i started looking up kids bop stuff that's smart because that is the last thing i need is for youtube to think i'm real into kids bop yeah because we're, we're both on the job hunt and yeah like that's not disqualifying but it's like maybe we'll bring that up in the interview if if i had an applicant in front of me and all i knew like I, it was a good applicant but it's like oh they're really into kids bop i would not hire that person a grown man into kids bop is a very big red flag i feel like 
Sure. That's very mm-hmm. legitimate. Yeah, which is why And I felt... they don't have kids. Right. That's like a 22-year-old that has a podcast where he watches kids' movies. Yeah. Just like every time yeah, I... something weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, it but is. But it's clearly comedic for you. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, yeah. I, um, I've, um, like, said on job interviews, like, they think that it's, like, a really legit thing. And I'm like, oh, it's just me. Because <laughs> it's on my resume and my LinkedIn. But it is kind of a legit thing. Because this is episode, what, 60... 67. 67. Wow. So it's been more than a year. Oh, my God. Wait. The next episode, we will officially surpass Now That's What I Call Music. That's... Finally! <laughs> now mean, I can end it. <laughs> <laughs> That's been the goal. Yeah. Um, also, uh, still no response from uh, the friend from fourth grade that I texted. Well, we can't end the podcast. We can't. Get I mean, to you. we got time because we have to talk about now Kids Bop 80s Gold. Oh, um, boy. Yeah. Here we go. Woo, woo, woo. So, um, I, I, I've been... I was just listening to it today. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was too many... T- like, listening to it twice through was hard. Oh, it's punishing. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm excited to get back to other music. Right. Um, so what I did was, to keep myself interested, um, I, I snuck Bodak Yellow somewhere in the playlist. <laughs> so of, at one point, I was like, wait, is that... Are they about... To-? Like, I assumed the kids were about to start rapping. <laughs> and what a relief it was to hear Cardi B's an voice. actual, yeah, person. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, oh, I don't like this song that much. So then I ended up just jumping right back. Into Kids Bop. Yep. Wow. Uh, that was, I guess that was my respite. Um, Interesting. So some of the songs uh, yeah, let, let for me Kids Bop, 80s gold. Uh, so we have Mickey, the classic. Sure. Um, uh, Karma Chameleon. Oh, wow. It's one of my favorites. Uh, Kokomo. Okay. Uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. <laughs> okay. Living on a Prayer. Mm. And it ends with Kids in America. It's only... Six or seven songs? Oh, no. I just didn't want to read all of them. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Uh, that, that was like the highlights. Kids in America. Interesting. Living on a Prayer. Wow. Living on a Prayer. So, um, uh, like, they had this weird filter on the singer. It was like a, like that megaphone pil- filter in GarageBand. Sure, right. Okay. But for everybody. Like, it sounded a mix between that and Underwater. And, like, that's oh, not what like the really original reverbing? sounds like. Not even reverby. It kind of sounded like a almost a vocoder. It was like, Wah. really? It sounded like they were really going higher in the wah wah sound, <laughs> and it uh, just didn't make any sense. That's um, not what the originals. The originals no. very clean vocals. Well, it's just Bon Jovi doing his thing. It's weird. Like the main vocals start out pretty well produced, mm-hmm. and then the middle, like half, there's no reverb on any of the main singers. So okay. you're just like, oh, yeah, they are not perfect. Like, this does not sound great. Right. And they're really giving it their all for some reason, <laughs> and it's weird. Yeah. Um, so that uh, that was frustrating. I also, so I was listening to it in the shower just while I was getting dressed today, mm-hmm. and I legitimately sang along. Oh, did you get to a point of oh, that yeah. where you were like, okay, I mean, this is still the song. Like, I know these lyrics. Right. That's what I talked about earlier is eventually you just accept, like, okay, this, this, is, this is what music is. Like, yep. I, I can't think of what song it was. I think it was, um, I think it was Kokomo, or okay. or girls just want to have fun. Those were the ones that made you sing along. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I was most upset at Karma Chameleon. No, why? <laughs> I love. I legitimately love that song. Oh, me too. Yeah. Wait, we were talking about we were talking about Karma Chameleon the other night. 
How did that come? I don't remember. I don't remember. But I remember bringing that up mm-hmm. for some reason because it's a great song. Oh, yeah. But they ruined it. Like How so? It's like the main singer was bad and okay. the kids, you know, were just like shouting at random moments like karma. Oh. And it was just, they kind of did the harmony during the chorus, but not really. Didn't do it It was well. just kind of like a ghost effect. Hmm. Um, <laughs> uh Actually, no. The most infuriating one to listen to was Funky Town. Funky Town was on there. Yes. Nice. Very 80s. Uh-huh. <laughs> and terrible. <laughs> um, the ki- You know how at the beginning it's like that... Right. So they had the kids sing that. Oh, no. Like So like ten, a crowd of kids were going, do, 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 do. <laughs> um, and that was insane. And, well, and that's another one that it's like, kids shouldn't be singing about this. No, um, actually, I sang Funky Town uh, at uh, a synagogue like sleepover. Wow. We had um, like just you or yeah, we had like a karaoke CD. Oh, nice! And you sang Funky Town. I think we specifically had like the Shrek Two or the Shrek soundtrack karaoke CD, and I played Funky Town and I sang Funky Town. Legit for years afterwards, people would still mention funky town to me (laughs) and so i was like i was like eight or eight maybe when i sang it so i was like pushing like 10 or 11 Mm -hmm. and people were still mentioning funky town and like i was 11 so i was just like i was miserable whatever man yeah i was like (laughs) whatever i'll do funky town no more yeah you should have re-upped and did a uh worse 80s song karaoke got a new nickname well let's see i could have done uh karma chameleon man footloose oh there you go um i don't remember if this is in the original song but the kids at the beginning Oh, we're singing like, got a foot loose, doom, doom, boo-doo-doo-doom, doo-doo-doom. Uh, yeah. Got yeah. two. I don't know if it's in the beginning of loose. the original song. Yeah, well, it's they were definitely in They there. were doing it the whole song. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forget if it was that one or a different song in the 80s album, but they did like like a call and response. I think, like, been working, been working, or something like oh, that. Um, like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they messed up the composition to do that they're it's just weird choices that they make with these songs yeah like i (laughs) um i like listening to them because they all they don't really sound the same like they all kind of have different like techniques i guess with it but a lot Mm -hmm. of them boil down to like crap how are we gonna put the kids in this song it's just like okay they'll like freestyle like boobity boop during this interlude or Mm -hmm. something and just sing the chorus the kids are always just kind of there though yeah which is especially with these older kids bob albums i didn't listen to that much of the newer stuff no i but, uh, didn't i refused to yeah right <laughs> i was like this was this is even kind of pushing it a little bit yeah no but the the kids are really not featured the way mm-hmm. i don't i should i don't even want to say the way that they should be because that <laughs> that implies that like i think that this is okay and should exist <laughs> this is treacherous right. how <laughs> well i mean if you look at um the kids bop wikipedia and they talk about the notable kids bop mm-hmm. the the earliest one is 13 kids bop 13 right and that i guess that's kind of when they started having more uh intentional uh people and styles Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. because ross lynch uh is i guess the earliest one yeah (laughs) yeah yeah is he the one that ended up with the disney channel show he is and he is also like something austin uh ally and austin maybe or austin know. and aj or no i'm thinking of ali and aj no there's a 
there's some Disney Channel show that was a little after our time. Yes. Where the main character's name was Austin or something of that nature. I know what you're talking about. He was like, he was a... Oh, it is called Austin and Allie. Okay. Okay, yeah, sure. He's also in a Teen Beach movie. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually wanted to see... I didn't see him in that uh, Jeffrey Dahmer biopic that he did. Was, where he really? was like He played a teenage uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Co-starring Alex Wolf of the Naked Brothers Band. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it weird that they're both, like, actors now? What? And they just don't even mention, like, yeah, we were in the Naked Brothers Band. I don't think... What have they been in? I haven't even noticed. Uh, Nat, which mm-hmm. is a name of a person. Right. <laughs> he's He was in uh, um, uh, Fault in Our Stars and okay, Paper yeah, sure. Towns. And then, I mean, Alex Wolf is in uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer movie. Right. Okay. Hmm. I didn't even realize. No one did. Yeah, no, I didn't even... <laughs> well, they're probably trying to distance themselves from that, from that, uh, you know, the television media masterpiece that was Naked Brothers Band. Yeah, and the hit song Crazy Car. Right, or Rosalina is another good one. You're, you know more than I do. Chatterbox? I, <laughs> uh, I think I know Chatterbox. That, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was one of the shows that my family watched growing up. We were big on the Naked Brothers Band. <laughs> Which is, you know, interesting. <laughs> We're the naked family. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, uh, no, I'm just thinking about that. That's fun. Uh, I'm slowly putting the pieces together on this podcast of why I am the way that I am. <laughs> Kids Bob and right. Naked Brothers Band. Yeah. It's all coming together. A very toxic cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, Certainly. Yeah. And I, well, I, I also forgot to mention earlier, but I remembered um, there was like, like seven months in high school, I don't know if you remember this, but I had a Walkman, not because I was being a hipster, but because um, I dropped my iPod on the ground and it stopped working. Oh, nice. And my parents didn't want to get me a new <laughs> iPod, so I just had to burn CDs for like six months. Oh, my God. It was insane. Poor thing. Yeah, I didn't even make mix CDs. I was just like, I'll just listen to this full album over and over again. Well, well like that's the way they were intended to be listened to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if they had like Teen Bop or something, right. where it's like my teenage cohorts. Oh, you know, I probably would have liked that in, like, middle school and high school, because it's like, Kids Bop is like, oh, yeah. they're, it's so, like, they have dumb, it's too bright and colorful, but Teen Bop, they play, like, more songs that I like, which mm-hmm. is, like, the same music that kids like. Yeah, well, it's interesting, because I didn't find anything about that. I don't think they ever forayed into doing, like, a Teen Bop. No, because I, I just don't me. think there's a market for it. But I don't think there's a market for Kids Bop either, but it, it worked. Uh, the, honestly, they're getting very, they're very good at adapting. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. they have a YouTube channel and like right. all this social media presence. Mm-hmm. I found out that you can listen to Kids Bop on Napster. And I found out that Napster is just like another music streaming service now. Really? Yeah. You can like oh. just pay money and listen to music, music on, on Napster. Napster. Napster, which is uh, very weird to say now. <laughs> yeah, that is a... Uh... That's an item from a begotten era. You know, it's great. People probably uploaded Kids Bop to Napster when right. Kids Bop first came out. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think that's true. I don't think anybody on Napster was like, where is Kids Bop? Uh, maybe not. No. But clearly these people exist who are actually into Kids Bop and, you know, oh yeah, comment on the vocal quality of one album versus another. So maybe people were searching it on Napster. Like, uh, here's, uh, here's a four-star review from the 80s gold Kids Bop. Gave this to my daughter for her 11th birthday, as she loves the Kids Bop series, and it was a hit, mostly. She's not a fan of Mickey, only because her nickname is Mickey, and her brother loves to tease her with this song, Wink Emoticon. Wow. 
So it's very clear who is buying the mm-hmm. CD and right. who allegedly is listening to it. Which is why my comment earlier about trying to figure out when iPods became household. To me, that should have killed the kids, Bob. Should have killed the whole idea. Because who, when you can stream anything, you can buy any album whatsoever, you can see what's explicit and what's not on iTunes, who was still listening to Kids Bob, right? Yeah, no, you're right. Like, who's buying the CDs and whatnot? Which is why I was so shocked that, like, it seems like the most popular era for Kids Bob, when they were most prominently in the top 10 billboards, like I said, was like 2010 to 2015. Long after iPods were, you know. Yeah, I think probably that's also when... Again, they started having a more yeah. distinct voice instead of just accompanists right. and kids just mm-hmm. singing choruses. It became more of like, this is about these kids specifically and kind of taking out, oh God, taking on that right. Disney Channel uh, feel. And I don't know what just happened to my body. I think it was a hiccup. <laughs> uh, right. I'm not sure. Will I cut it out? No, I will not. No, right. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think of any other... Uh, notable things from uh do you have any questions about kids yes, bop 80s I, I gold? actually i actually have many questions about kids <laughs> bop 80s gold well first off i'm just so bummed that karma chameleon is bad because uh that song is just a bop no matter where you are it is no matter what you're doing it can fit any mood it's always a hype song so i'm bummed about that but i want to ask you the same questions you asked me so which was the most i'm not going to say which was the best i don't want to phrase it that way i want to say which was the most tolerable song on the album I would say Our House. Really? Yeah. I mean, first of all, that's like a good song, but also it's just like uh, the 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 main singer was pretty solid, and mm-hmm. then the kids kind of just came in for the chorus, and I'm like, that kind of works. Sure. Okay, and uh, <laughs> so what was the least tolerable? Was it the I, Karma Chameleon? I think I have to go with Funky Town. <laughs> okay. Funky Town, those yeah. boobs at the beginning m- made my body... Te- I was driving, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Okay, so the one question that I still have is... Sure. Are you going to add any of these songs to your library? Uh, will they be a mainstay <laughs> in your listening habits from now on? Well, Spotify automatically added it to my library because I, I was, like, downloading it, so I just didn't have to stream it because mm-hmm. that would have been embarrassing if my data plan ran out because of kids pop. <laughs> right. And uh, I immediately d- got rid of it for my Spotify. I, I was thinking that I might make a playlist of... The Kids Bop 80s Gold album, but with the actual songs. Because, like, mm-hmm. the actual songs that they chose are pretty good. Right. And it got me jonesing to listen to the real songs. Like, mm-hmm. um, the probably the weirdest, not even the worst, but the weirdest uh, song that they chose was We're Not Gonna Take It. Sung by kids. Yeah. Wow. That's an interesting choice. Because it's like, you know, like, uh, this, this, this whole thing about how, like, we're kids, like, we don't have to listen. Which is, like... It's the adult version, I guess, of kids in America, just like kind of being a, rebe- a rebel yeah. and doing what you want. And it just like, it felt so angsty and pouty and it was great just in that way. <laughs> yeah, I was a fan. Like not actually, not legitimately good. Um, but yeah, it's just the, this song, this album felt haphazardly put together because they were like, I don't know if a lot of people are going to buy it because it's not contemporary, but at the same time. I feel like a lot of parents bought it because they were like, oh, this is how I can get them interested in the music right. I like. Exactly. And then they were like, what a bastardization of <laughs> the music I like. Well, it does kind of, the idea of a kids bop 80s album like clashes with what they're about, right? Because it's about like playing songs that kids recognize and having kids sing them 
and it's about being appealing to kids. Yeah. So why would you do an 80s music album? That's kind of an interesting... I guess you're right. They thought maybe the parents would want to indoctrinate their kids. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, the Kids Bop uh, on Spotify has eight hundred, almost 850,000 monthly listens. Wow. Like, it's this is uh, a market. I mean... Some of this stuff. Oh, let's see what's on the new- the newest Kids Bop thirty eight. Kids Bop thirty eight. Yep. Has finesse. Okay. And this is like telling that now we're getting a little bit older, a little bit out of touch. But a lot of these songs I don't know. Like, Uh-oh. what's Wolves? There's just a song called Wolves. I don't know. There there was a, a Kanye West song, but that was on his album two years ago called Wolves. I don't think it's that. It can't possibly be. And thinking how that song went, it's not, there's no way that it's that song. You know what song is on this album? Hmm. Uh, God's Plan. Oh, of course it is. (laughs) You know, I think I, let's take a little listen to this. All right, let's hear this. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Wait, okay. Okay, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> not terrible. No, what well, they captured, they really captured the quality and like the timbre. Look, of... look at the album art. <laughs> <laughs> what that? Um, that was like produced by Five Below. <laughs> it's yes. like a little sneaker, smiley face, nerd glasses. Well, it's interesting because, like, in terms of design, like it's very flat which is popular right now. Yeah. But then it's also so busy and like so gross. And that was a weird change. How for a while it was like, Oh, we want it to be kind of like shaded and realistic and 3d. And then people were like, no, that's awful. No. Yeah. And let's see. I'm like, they also have, uh, they covered, what does the Fox say now? Like recently? <laughs> uh, they covered it in 2014. Oh, okay. Yeah. That would be, I should have specified that. They oh, all, okay. <laughs> they also have, um, I'm not sure what this means. Uh, Kids Bop sings monster ballads. Monster ballads. And I don't know most of these songs. I don't know what a a monster ballad is. I think they mean like like pop hits or something, but like like love love ballads or something. But I heard monster ballads and assumed like it was a Halloween album. And I right. feel kind of stupid now. Oh, Kids Bop Sings the Beatles. That happened. Oh, nice. How uh, long ago was that? That was 2009. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was... Paul McCartney signed up, signed off on that. Right. I guess. <laughs> well, I, that's the other thing. I don't understand music copyright law at all. No. So I don't know... I guess if they're making money on this, then they absolutely do need permission. I think some... Like, if it's a cover... I think you need permission, mm-hmm. attribution, and maybe share uh, uh, the profits. Right. Because I know, because I'm a huge Weird Al head, mm-hmm. and he technically doesn't have to like get permission. Right. It's fair or use. anything. Yeah. He just like does it mm-hmm. anyway. Right. And so I would be interested yeah. if that falls under. You know, because that, that I'm pretty sure all of his work is fair use, which means he can do whatever he wants i don't know i don't understand yeah. music copyright law. he does what he wants no but, i don't under, i watched i i used to watch it not actually yeah i used to watch documentary there was a documentary i watched like five six times mm-hmm. uh and it was about like remix culture and copyright laws are insane like the disney company there's like a great there are a bunch of great videos online about how the how disney essentially like 
really fucked up copyright laws so they could hold on to their properties for like hundreds of years yep uh but i couldn't tell you really anything else yeah well uh, i feel like music is just so weird because it's mm -hmm. like especially now that it's like artists aren't making money from like streaming and like Mm -hmm. sales necessarily right so it's like a whole different ball game it really is i don't know how they make money honestly yeah and i i don't understand how pentatonix makes money Mm -hmm. i hate them or even um (laughs) i'll say it (laughs) postmodern jukebox i don't know how they make money i feel like theirs is like that is so different I, f- I don't know. I feel like, like, mm. it, cause they're doing like all these different stylistic things. Cause it's not just like a straight, I don't know. Yeah. I, hmm. That's a great question because they, they tour and do all that stuff. So I guess they make some money from that, but in like YouTube revenue. Well, that is famously not... like is just shot now. Right, like it just exactly. doesn't really do anything now. Yeah. And I think generally YouTube revenue is used to support like one creator, not like entire groups of musicians, oh, yeah. you know? Ugh, it's so sad when you see, like, like these YouTube channels they used to watch in, like, middle school, and they're all like, hey, like, like subscribe to our Patreon now. Yeah, right. Ugh, like, if I th- if you thought people asking to, like, to listen to a po- your podcast is annoying, like, asking to contribute to a Patreon and is I, terrible. I now. love how bold it is, because it's not even just, like... You want extra content. Well, it's just, not even that, it's just the idea of Patreon is so bold to me, because it's like, if you like my content, like... You have a little extra money, consider giving me a buck. You know, like, here, here's my donate button. But Patreon is like, commit to me monthly. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Give do me you support some anybody money. on uh, Patreon? I support one podcast on Patreon. I yes. Which podcast? Uh, it's called The Film Reroll. It's a podcast where they take movies uh, and play through them as uh, Dungeons and Dragons campaigns. That that's good i will yeah. i maybe i'll get is there any free episodes or it's all patreon no it's they're all free all the episodes are free oh it's cool okay yeah. i'm gonna listen to that then yeah no it's pretty neat and i support bonus episodes for doughboys uh, and mm-hmm. i'm not even planning on talking about it but i'm wearing their shirt right now <laughs> doughboys sponsor us yeah oh <laughs> like the early episodes of my podcast you can i did a segment that was like straight up just ripping them off <laughs> i mean but that's like you know i'm sure they wouldn't mind it's flattery right well I don't know. Podcasting is a it's it's tough yeah. out there. I've also I've <laughs> talked about it a couple times on the show, but the one host of Doughboys, uh, Mike Mitchell, I saw him at a, a show in Los Angeles, and he made fun of me because I was awkward on stage. What? Wow. Yep. Is it, that is that like? Do you feel good about that? <laughs> like, oh, I felt mortified, and my friend brings it up once in a while, and it kills me. But <laughs> I'm like, okay, I I understand that that was weird, and if it, if I'm in the situation again, I will do better. Wow. I guess that's like a learning experience. Yeah, another like... reason that I don't go to a lot of improv shows. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've seen you do improv. Yeah. And I enjoy it. It's fun, but it's like, they, it it's just, I, I go, there are improv shows in Philly that's like $12. I'm like, I'm, I don't want to see, I'm not going to pay $12 for that. Right. I'm also auditioning for an improv team tomorrow, which I just remembered. Ooh. So I should, I was about to say I should study, but that's not i don't understand that what that I, would mean i don't know how you would study for improv <laughs> quick think of words <laughs> <laughs> you gotta come up with something kids bop related for your uh improv audition tomorrow yeah oh you're right i'll just <laughs> sing for them yeah there you go um uh, is john is there anything uh that you still that you've been like wanting to talk about uh about kids bop before we wrap things up um i feel like we covered most of the bases we hit all of my notes which is, just, you know, just my biggest note is just why. 
<laughs> and I feel like we delved into that pretty We deeply. delved into it. Not even sure that we got an actual <laughs> no. answer, but... No, we didn't. No, we don't need to. Yeah, potentially a laundering scheme is the only potential answer we have for that. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, Dar Williams wasn't panning out as much as they had hoped, so they right. were like, we gotta get this cash cow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, they have partner. They have a partnership with Legoland. Yeah. And, they are the um, official music of Legoland, I think they said. Yep. I saw that, and they also have a... There's, like, a Kids Bop resort in, uh, in the Dominican Republic. Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yep. The Oh, yep. no. Oh, it's the Kids Bop experience at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Punta Cana. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's not a whole resort based on Kids Bop. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, man. I'd love to see, like, a defunct land on that. Yeah. Oh, well, did you watch the one about mm-hmm. the Nickelodeon Hotel? Yeah, I did. I'm getting the exact same feeling about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to go the same way. Yeah, if we're lucky. <laughs> yeah, remove that evil from the earth. What is now? Now there was a there was also a talent competition. I don't. I don't care. I need to stop thinking about kids, Bob. <laughs> like I need to just go back in and listen to adult appropriate music. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know. So this is the first time that we are reviewing music. So I feel like we need to create a music specific um rating system. So like mm-hmm. maybe was this okay? Do you think? Okay. Uh. Do you think this music was a kids bop? Or a kid's flop. Oh, I like it. <laughs> or or what would be an in the middle? Like a ki- kid's mm. <laughs> um, cr- crock. Kids. <laughs> well, that's still a bad thing. Sop. And it doesn't rhyme. No. Uh, <laughs> that's the worst part. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think, sure. I think bop and well, flop. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think they work. Yeah. You're going with a pass fail instead of a... Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, this is kids we're talking about. So. Yeah, that's true. So what do you think? Are you? Or do you think you would give this a not and not just because it's called Kids Bop? Mm-hmm. Would you give it a Kids Bop or a Kids Flop? Um, I'm gonna have to go with a Kids Flop just because of how creepy and weird and unsettling the whole thing is to me. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to agree with you. Mm-hmm. Sorry uh, if any uh, uh, publicists for the Kids Bop Corp uh, is listening to this and somehow made it all the way to the end. Right. <laughs> for an oddly focused conversation. Yeah. We're usually all over the place. We didn't even bring up high school. No. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Which is the first, I think, in the years that we've hung out since high school ended. Oh, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> so, John, John, uh, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having is, me. Is there anything that you would like to promote or point people to? Um, shop at Wawa, I guess. Yep. <laughs> yeah, John works at Wawa, so yeah, shop there if you want. <laughs> yeah, there uh, you go. Or don't. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It, it, Trump went there once. Yeah, that's true. Also, Mitt Romney. Oh, yeah? Wait. Well, he didn't go to the one I work at, though. You Don't you work at the Trump one? At the Trump Wawa? Yeah, yeah, you were there, and you forgot. No, I wasn't there. Okay. I wasn't there at that time. Okay. Yeah, but I know what he purchased. He uh, was into the uh, two Tasty Cake Pies for $2, so I know he's a shrewd businessman. You know what? I respect him for that. Right. He, I think I'm going to vote for him now. Yeah. <laughs> I could just sit down and have a beer and a tasty cake yeah, with him, that's and that's right. important. Uh, and, you know, as always, uh, find this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. Rate and review us on iTunes, pretty please. Um, I didn't like that. Uh, and you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at KidFlixPod. Uh, yeah, thanks so much. Well, um, We'll probably hang out again this week. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure assuming I will so. See you soon. Uh, but that is all for today. We will hear you next week. And go, go, gadget, and show. <laughs>